Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey guys, had a good cat for question come in that said, what are the benefits of exclusive VO2 max or sweet spot or threshold workouts over several weeks? How would this affect my FTP? I'm not racing just competitive hard rides with rolling hills with friends. Thank you. Okay, so it's a good question. And the biggest thing, if you listen to this channel, I'm big on variety for a number of reasons, but I wouldn't recommend exclusively doing any of them, Uh, meaning I wouldn't go out and just do three weeks of two VO2 max workouts each week or you know, three weeks of two sweet spot workouts each week or two threshold workouts over several weeks. Why is that? I think that this is a really good way to stagnate, to play devil's advocate. You could say, well, if I do a workout on Tuesday and then Thursday and then Tuesday and Thursday, I can easily see if I'm improving. Okay, here's my first problem with this. If you do, let's say, a four by 10, or let's say you start at three by 10, and then you want to do three by 12, and then three by 15, and then four by 12, whatever it is, increasing the minutes. It's not that the workout on Tuesday helped you complete the workout on Thursday. And maybe the workout that you did on Tuesday, you could have already started it Thursday. But yeah, it's impossible to always know that. You're not getting improvements in just one sleep, right? So I think it would be better, and this actually was a question that popped up in the Discord, how fast do we gain fitness? If you want to see gains, you should be looking a little bit more zoomed out. So not saying that each workout doesn't provide gains, but it's each workout stacked on top of each other that's going to make you better down the road, which I think is a great case for variety. Why would we want to do all, I think, yeah, I'm going to say sweet spot. All of those would be beneficial for FTP. Number one, VO2 max moves your maximal aerobic ceiling. So your capability to improve your threshold up. Also from a mental side, when you do VO2 max workouts, do a threshold workout that week. It will mentally seem easier. I If you go do five by fives, and then you go do like a four by 10, the four by 10 is way easier. 
threshold. Now we could talk, we could split this into two. I would say do some over-unders to improve your lactate clearance capability, which will definitely help your threshold. But also riding at threshold, I do believe mentally is very good. You learn how to, what the feeling of tolerating the lactate in the system is. And I think what we said in the very beginning of this podcast, it's easier to see improvement and not, and I don't even really look at improvement sometimes. And this is just anecdotal, one person saying this. I don't look at it as, oh, I did 15 minutes and I wrote it X watts. I see improvement as I'm riding at X watts. How does it feel? So if I'm riding at 400 watts and trying to do it for 15 minutes and it's hurting, I'm like, this kind of sucks. If I'm riding at 425, 430, I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Like my FTP is in a good spot. And then very said very often, sweet spot can be used to help your repeatability near FTP. That's usually the like coined way people say sweet spot is good. I'm not, I don't agree with that because I don't think you should be trying to ride sweet spot multiple times. I think you should be still trying to ride at threshold, meaning a little closer to 100% multiple times. That being said, sweet spot or low threshold riding does happen as you progress through that journey of riding more time at threshold. I just did so let's see here. What is the math of 400 over my threshold? It's about 415. So I was riding this weekend at those three time trials around 96%. That's the high end of sweet spot. That's so that, yeah, that's sweet. That I'll, I'll say it. That was sweet spot during my three time trials that I, I did 90 minutes of time trialing. But the first one was at 4.25. So the first, what was it, 22 minutes, 26 minutes for the first one. And then the others were around 30 minutes. So eventually, I think I can do all 90 minutes at threshold. But I'm riding lower threshold as I progress through that journey if I was you know, trying to ride a bunch of threshold. I'm not, but I'm just saying that's where I think sweet spot would come into play. It's just a stepping stone as you're trying to get stronger. So the last point that I want to make, I wouldn't do these all on just several weeks. I would say if, if we had to, someone has a gun to our heads that you have to do low threshold, threshold, and VO2 max. I would say I would start with the VO2 max on a Tuesday, then the threshold on a Thursday, then the VO2 max on a Tuesday. I think you could do another threshold on the Tuesday. Then I would do the low threshold for longer durations on Tuesday. And then the end of the third week, I would do like a long VO2 max. I have a new workout that I've been doing with athletes that it's a VO2 max, like surging, attacking, um, hard start with another spike and then tempo in the middle and then they do it again and people are hitting some freaking super numbers. I would do something like that because it also comes across as less intervally from the mental side. I've re- really been trying to get uh, improve even more on working with athletes on understanding the mental toll that we all take of, hey, we're in the third week of training. How can we get a workout in without it feeling mentally difficult? 
I think there's a lot of benefit to that. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that type of thing come up down the road in training. It's hard to quantify though. And yeah. So with that, and then if you had another block and someone said, okay, I got a gun to your head, you got to do it again. It, it would really depend on my goals. Like I would maybe then switch to threshold and try and do some, you know, 60 minutes of work at threshold. It's really hard to give this second block recommendation without knowing why we're doing this um, besides that he has competitive hard rides and without knowing the athlete. But, you know, I would do that and maybe do something like I would be curious. Let's actually get maybe like event specific. What's the hard ride like? How, how, how long are these hills? You know, and then maybe do some five by fives or I don't know, we could, we could, we could talk about a million different ways to take training at that point. But I think that'd be a good way to start. And that's how I would mix all three of those in and get faster. Let's get it. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Hit us up with questions and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.